1: Welcome back. one twenty one is the time here at KSL News Radio. Uh, if you were watching the Super Bowl this past year, you noticed that uh, much attention was paid to Sarah Thomas, the first female official uh, to help referee the the Super Bowl. and as as I watched the the different praise that she received, I, I was very encouraged. I saw uh, the the different players and coaches. Uh, and even other referees uh, offering you know high fives and uh, and words of encouragement and i thought it was a, w- a wonderful wonderful thing and uh, i learned that you know by by that i learned that first again it was the first time it had ever happened i, I didn't realize that and then uh, new headlines uh, more recently that the nfl has just hired their first black female official in uh, maya chaka and I, if if i'm honest i didn't even realize that this was a, a a glass ceiling through which to break, or that there was still uh, ground that needed to be plowed. I didn't I didn't realize that there weren't uh, female officials already. Now, as I look around to uh, other other professional leagues, I see that uh, the NBA has uh, in fact had female officials for for some time. Uh, but th- th- this issue of of female officials uh, in professional leagues, I I don't know what it says about me, uh, but I, I never noticed. And it wasn't until Sarah Thomas at the Super Bowl of this year that I realized uh, that this was even an issue. Uh, to help me wade through some of these details and about how things uh, have been and how they are uh, on the trajectory to be, I uh, welcome to the program Amy Donaldson. Amy, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me.
1: You'll, you'll notice I didn't introduce you with any professional title. Uh, you've got to straighten me out. What, what, are, you, what are you doing these days?
0: These days, good question. No, I'm actually working for KSL Podcast. It's a new division of KSL, and um, so I'm going to be creating and working on existing podcasts. I, I actually, you know, I uh, started a podcast with my Desert News colleague, Jason Lee, um, a, a political podcast to encourage people to talk to people who disagree in a civil way. I'm not sure how much good it's done, but we started that in 2016, and KSL was uh, good enough to help us distribute it, and we've had a really good working relationship ever since, and I decided to see what I can do in the podcast universe. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited. I'm very excited about
1: you, it. You should be. That the podcast that you mentioned that you do with your co-host Jason Lee, it is remarkable. It is wonderful. Your insight and the conversations that you have uh, do much good. I, I can tell you that. And uh, as I've kind of bounced around this country over the past number of years since you started, uh, you've got listeners. There are people who, who, who derive a, a lot of uh, insight and information, and you help uh, kind of steer the hearts and minds of a lot of folks. So uh, if you haven't heard it yet, folks, listen to listen to this podcast by uh, Amy and Jason. It's, uh, it's a phenomenal one. And uh, look forward to what you have coming out in the future. All right. On to the topic at hand.
0: Yeah. And I was just going to say, as to like you not noticing, yeah. I think that sort of goes to the heart of why representation matters, right? You didn't know because it's not your life experience and it's not something I don't think any of us are looking at the referees in any contest we watch. Right. I don't care who you are, unless you're yelling at them. Sure. (laughs) You know, at most sporting events you go to, most referees will tell you, most officials, their goal is to be as invisible and as forgettable as possible. Um, And so, uh, so I I don't, I'm not surprised that people don't notice it, Um, but it really goes to the heart of um, why this matters um, because even this woman, Maya Chaka, when she was – she's been in the, um, uh, the NFL's training development program since 2014. You know, she actually set out to be a basketball referee because she had played basketball. Mm-hmm. And it was a friend of hers who was a football official who said, hey, you should try football. And she said, well, but I didn't play football. And so a lot, there's a lot of women who don't see football as, as their game because they're not allowed to play it. I mean, mm. or even if you are allowed to play it, you know you can't compete against men. Um, there aren't women's leagues. So, you know, there, there are at the professional level, but you have to, you know, play when you're a little girl, you're playing volleyball or basketball or soccer. Um, so that's usually where your interest lies. So she gave it a whirl and it turns out that she absolutely loves the game. I love the game. Um, I don't think you have to play a game. And if you've talked to a lot of officials, a lot of them didn't play past little league, you know, maybe they had a, a short, uh, introduction here and there, but, but the majority of them are not, um, they're not playing at the level that some people think they, you know, that you just assume, oh, if you're an official, you, you know, you played through college or, right. or, or you know, you, you played at a high level. That's not always the case. It's just a matter of being able to um, deal with conflict, um, make decisions quick on your feet, um, learning the rules and strategies of the game. Um, and that's part of the game that anybody can love.
1: Huh. I, I never thought of it that way. In that there are certain sports that you know that that there aren't really opportunities for women to play. F- football, uh, you know, certainly at the level that men are able to play it at the professional level, uh, there there aren't uh, nor at the college level opportunities for women. I, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, let me ask you this though: uh, Is this a question? Is this is this a question of barriers or interest. Have there been barriers to entry for women to enter the official the ranks of officials, or has there been uh, uh, has there just been not much demand by women to officiate?
0: Well, I think it's you ask the, the classic chicken and egg question, sure. right? <laughs> um, if there isn't an opportunity, why would you be interested in it? Um, women weren't allowed to ski jump um, until the sochi olympics in 2014 um there were women who got into it in the 2000s and a, and a few before that but, but by and large there was no opportunity past these um you know sort of amateur level circuits. so a lot of women didn't stay in it they chose sports that they could go get a college scholarship in when if they say, were good athletes they were going to do something else when you
1: say i mean when you say um, that there were when you say there weren't opportunities was that was it like uh Was it overt policy by these leagues to to bar them?
0: Yes. They were not allowed to jump. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The IOC did not allow. In fact, women, yeah. I understand understand the ski
1: jumping, but I'm talking about like NFL officiating, NBA officiating until the mid-90s. So
0: So like when you talk about the opportunity, well, a lot of women are not going to think that they are qualified, just like Maya Chaka didn't think she was qualified. So are they interested? They might be, but they have not. Had opportunities to be around the game or to be introduced to the game in a, in a way that would allow them to say this is something they could do. That's the problem. If you don't, if if you don't see yourself in those roles, if you don't see these opportunities for women, um, it, it's it's a difficult thing to explain. Sure. Um, because I think so much. I, my dad and I had a great conversation about this. You know, the world was his oyster. Like anything he wanted to do, he did, and he really sort of told me that. On the other hand, I heard him saying things like, he was a police officer. I I don't, I wouldn't want a female partner, you know, and, mm. and making jokes. And this was in the 70s and 80s, you know, so it's a long time ago. But um, and then my sister became a cop. And so he, these sort of barriers were revealed to him. And sometimes they're overt. You cannot do this. Mm. And sometimes there is just nobody telling you that's an option. And so you have no idea if you're interested. It's sort of like if. You never tried radio. You had no exposure to it. You wouldn't even under. You wouldn't even know if you had an interest in it. Hmm. She didn't know she had a passion for football until a colleague said, "Hey, just give it a try and see what you think. Come to this class." And so she did, and she ended up really loving it. And and I'm sure this is going to say to a lot of other women, "Hey, maybe I should try that. Maybe I should." That's why representation matters. Somebody else is doing it. Their their life experience is similar to yours. Maybe that's something you would be interested in, but if you don't even know how to get into that universe, it's really difficult to say what you're interested in. I don't know. I say this all the time. I would have been a wrestler in high school had they allowed girls to wrestle. Um, I didn't have the courage to be the only girl on the team. I wasn't that. I would. I would be the bench warmer on the basketball team, but I loved wrestling. Yeah. Had they had a girls' league like they have now for girls, I would have definitely been on a girls' wrestling team.
1: Mm. Well, uh, listen, Amy, we have to leave it at that. Our time has expired, but thank you so much for your insight here, and I wish you the best of luck uh, in this new chapter of your career as you uh, tackle the podcasting world, world with KSL Podcast. I'd invite folks to check out uh, kslpodcast.com. Have a listen to uh, Amy Donaldson's podcast. Uh, she, along with her partner Jason Lee, uh, offer up uh, great, great stuff there. You can listen to archived episodes and uh, and much more. Amy, thanks again for your time. Thank you for having me. 100%. All right, we're going to take a a quick break when we return. And uh, coming up after the break here, we're going to talk about masks, but not in the annoying way you might think. We're going to talk about how many are using the mask to communicate messages. And how about this? What if companies were paying celebrities to (laughs) affix endorsements to their masks? Yeah, we're going to get into that. The business of masks. Next on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It
1: was violent,
0: it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately...